Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet featuring three hosts with the same last name. I really doubt that that's true this week. <laughs> the wow. noobs on the Hoobian! My name is Austin, I'm the Hoobian, these are my sons Trip and Corbin. And we're the noobs. And this is that podcast, you guys know what it is. We're the one that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And two sons who haven't. And so welcome to episode number 28, covering season 3, episode 1, Smith and Jones. That Smith and Jones. This is the one with the Jadoon platoon on the moon. Martha Jones is a simple med student just hoping to become a doctor one day. Instead, she becomes an astronaut when her hospital is scooped up in a weird rainstorm and plopped on the moon. Space police rhinos, let's call them the Jadoon, show up and start scanning people looking for a non-human. There is this one weird guy who seems to know a lot about what's going on. He calls himself a doctor, but Martha thinks you have to earn that title. Challenge accepted. The doctor and Martha discover there's a plasmavore in the hospital, and that must be who the Jadoon are looking for. They lead them to her after the doctor becomes a living smoothie, and they execute her on the spot, but not before she soups up an MRI to 50,000 Teslas or something, enough to fry the brain of everyone in the hospital, everyone on the Jadoon spaceships, and everyone on this side of the Earth. After some quick CPR times two from Martha, the doctor leaps into action with a brilliant plan to defuse the Teslas by reversing the polarity and increasing the power flow matrix of the... Actually, I'm just kidding. He just unplugs it. Martha, meet the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside, even though it's only made of wood. Oh, and it travels through time. Want to go? We're off to the races, guys, with Martha. This episode was way better than I remember. Oh, yeah, that was... This was a good episode. This was a fantastic episode. Spoiler alert, we liked it. Uh, this is story number 179, originally airing on March 31st, 2007, to 8.2 million viewers. So we're back down to 8. Oh. We're back down oh. to 8 million. What was it for Christmas? What was it, 10-something? It, it was 9, like... 9 it, was, it was a lot. It was. It was, it was, like, it was a big, big number. Wasn't it 10? Rose. I think it was 10. It was not in the 10s. I thought it was. No, but it was the highest since Rose. I don't know, but I can't hear a word you're saying. Okay. Can you hear him at all in the microphone? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, it was written by Russell T. Davies, directed by Charles Palmer. Anything interesting about Charles Pal Palmer, Corbin, other than I can't say his name? Um... He's a director? Actually, I didn't check. Awesome. I am. Uh, <laughs> the cast. Uh, this will be the, the first and last time we mention this. Martha Jones, played by Freeman... Freema Agyeman? We should have looked that up, huh? Yeah. Did you, did you happen to see it anywhere? No. Pronunciation guide? Okay. Considering she's already been on here once, you'd think we'd know how to say her name. Yeah, we didn't look her up last time, so why would we have looked her up this time? I don't know. Uh, the Jadoon voices were played by uh, Nicholas Briggs, uh, who uh, pretty much just does all the all the voices. He's the yes. guy that did uh, the Cybermen, the Daleks, the Ice Warriors, the Jadoon, later on the Zygons. Ice um, Warriors? Yeah, we I don't think we've gotten there yet. yet. Yeah. Um, not, not quite there yet. The Jadoon captain was played by Paul Casey. Corbin, tell us about Paul Casey. Um... So basically, he has the most acting credits of any other person aside from, like, the Doctor now, and his companions. I gotta clarify. This means the most acting credits on Doctor Who. Yes. Okay. Yes, my You bad. confused me on that one. I thought, early, when you first told me this, I thought what you were saying was the most acting credits. In the world. Of, well, I thought, I thought what you meant was, like, he had more acting credits to his name than any other Doctor Who actor. But what no. it means is 
more Not Doctor Who acting credits Doctor, yeah. than any other Doctor Who character. Okay, all right. Okay. So, um, he he basically plays tons of people that you can't see their face. So so far we've had Autons, two of the Slitheens, Zuzana, which is uh, who's that? Oh. I explained this to you yesterday. You remember from Bad Wolf? Uh-huh. Those robots that was doing the makeover for Captain Jack. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She yes, was yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You could never play the, the face. droids, the Cybermen. And they were, yeah, these are all like robots or, or like big, big, big rig costumes, so you, you never see this guy's face. He played the Ood, the Hoiks, and the Robot Santas, and I just wanted to mention he, he played people in The Last Jedi and Rogue One. I didn't actually catch who played in either of those, but probably an alien. So, yeah. pretty much, uh, he is he's the, just the, the most, aliens. Yeah, he's the most prominent actor on Doctor Who that you've never seen. Yeah. Because you've never seen his face, you just always see some prosthetics. He also has played in Torchwood and the Sir James Adventures of many, course. many times as aliens. As, uh, of course. As long as we don't see his face. I do not want to see this man's face. <laughs> don't even show me a picture. I don't want to see his face. Never. What if he always just, like has a picture of his stomach as his profile picture? <laughs> Why his stomach? His stomach? I don't know. Yeah, like the back of his, his head? Oh, there you go. The back of his... Or, or it could be like Wilson from Home Improvement where he's got like his face covered all the time. Y'all don't... All the, all the parents listening are, are loving it. Okay. <laughs> the uh, miscellaneous trivia. This one was great. Uh, so Tennant is, uh, is a Scotsman. And apparently... For a Scottish speaker doing a British accent, saying oon is very difficult. So the line, Jadoon platoon on the moon, was specifically written to trip him up. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, that, that's okay. what it says. Now, okay, now here's the real question. Is that why they named him the Jadoon? Or was I don't it just... know, that's what I've been trying to figure out, because when you think about it, that statement this whole entire episode could revolve around just because of everything that happens. But I doubt they made this whole episode just to have that one little joke in there just for David Tennant. I doubt it. But I was just wondering if, like, the name Jadoon came up because they were like, that would be hard for him to say. I have no or idea. Or if it was the fact that, you know, when they heard him say Jadoon, they were like, you know what would be really funny is if we made him say Jadoon Platoon on the moon. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, the head of the hospital, the guy running the place, I did not catch this. I did not. Did they say his name a bunch? They said. I mean, I guess they did reference him. I think this was the guy. This was the guy that was being a jerk to all the the residents, right? When they were going around doing rounds. Yeah. And it was like, you know, oh, a stomach, you know, stomach cramps is a symptom, not a not a diagnosis. What are you a dummy? You know, like he was just being a real jerk. Yeah. His name was B Stoker, as in Brom Stoker. The um, the author of Dracula. Dracula. Oh. So the guy who got essentially had his blood sucked out of him by a plasmavore by <laughs> by a vampire. space vampire, right? Holy crap! Yeah, zombies, werewolves, ghosts. Yep. So vampires? we've had space zombies. We've had space werewolves. Now, uh, what what was what what did you say? Uh, you said another one after werewolves. Ghosts. Oh yes, yes, yeah. space ghosts. Um, not space ghost. That's different. Um, we've had now space vampires. Uh, there will be, there will be a space mummy. 
Of course. We, of will, course. Be, we will see a space mummy. I'm trying to think of any other monsters that we've missed for them to go ahead and put in there. I'm sure it's either been done or it's on the list for season 13 coming up. I don't know. Uh, so at any rate, um, that was a fun little, a fun little, you know, throwaway bit there that the guy who got his blood drank was named after Bram Stoker. Uh, who names their kids that? Character. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know a, I said, hey, I know a good name. The author of the one of the greatest ever stories. It's a movie. Mm. Suspend your disbelief. Or maybe or. he's a direct descendant, considering his last <laughs> name is Stoker. Now that would, that would be funny. Trip, tell me about the Jadoon costumes. What did you think of those? I think they were pretty good. Like the cool black helmets uh-huh. were awesome. Who who called it? I I said they look their helmets look like rhino helmets. Right, and then I was like, huh. That's interesting. I had to just kind of like bite my tongue and wait. Uh, and then, he, you know, one of the guys pulls off the helmet and it's a rhino. Like, how about that? Okay. I uh, mean, for for a TV budget in 2000 and what? Seven? 2007 yeah. TV budget. That was a remarkably good animatronic head. Yeah. That mouth. I mean, you know, it's not perfect, but it was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty close cool. and like pretty articulated it was not just like flapping up and down um you know it wasn't like a guy sticking his hand up there and working it like a puppet it was obviously you know uh remote controlled kind of thing and i thought it was i thought it was pretty good yeah it looked really nice yeah um cgi for uh special effects we did have the 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 surface of the moon and the earth hanging in the sky was that giant Um, crater cgi the giant crater oh that the hospital left behind Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that had that had to be cgi yeah. Wouldn't that, that be or, cool if they just did that to the road? <laughs> well, could I have assume been a there was probably a building there at some point. So Yeah, it, it could have been a model that they then like superimposed over it, or it could have been entirely CGI. I don't know. And then the uh this man, tell me about these spaceships, Corbin. What did you think of the Jadoon spaceships? This is like they look so weird. They're how do you fit? people in there really is what I want to know especially with like the single thing coming down from the bottom but then millions and millions <laughs> of these flipping guys walking out like doop, 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 doop. Well, I mean they were obviously like very tall I know and very large too right it just so wide they can't fit through the hole huh on the bottom of the spaceship oh oh yeah so I thought they were they were kind of kind of retro looking, kind of like old school nineteen fifties science fiction where they like landed vertically with yeah. the three legs yeah. and everything. They should have had one of them bump their head on the way in the door. <laughs> like a like a, a stormtrooper. Yes. That would have been that would have been classic. <laughs> and then just bonk, wreck his head on bonk. that thing. Ow. All right. So the checklist uh, this week, the baddie of the week, Corbin. You didn't list the Jadoon. Are we gonna sort of like give them a pass? They're not really the bad guy. Yeah, I mean they. Um, They're like a fake out baddie. Yeah, cause I mean they, it like random dude hits him over the head with a pot. They obviously didn't get hurt, but they shot him anyways. But I mean they are the galactic police, right. so right. 
technically attacking a police officer is not the right thing to do. And <laughs> not to mention they were after the plasma war that apparently killed the princess of right. something or other. But I mean, they definitely they they definitely frame them as the bad as the baddies at the beginning. Yeah. Because dragging the thing off onto the moon with the right, oxygen right. and crap. Yeah, they just they just sort of scoop them up. Um, so the real baddie of the week is the plasma war. And then we kind of give like uh, an honorable mention, I guess, here to the slabs. The slabs were amazing. They're just like a, leather. A creature made of leather. Yeah, it's just awesome. It's just weird. Um, and the 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 plasmavore, of course, being a space alien, a space alien, a space vampire. What other uh, kind of alien is there? Huh? I said, what other kind of alien is there? There's uh, like uh, an alien Un- from another country. Yeah, underground but, yeah. alien. <laughs> But In Doctor Who, we're normally talking about this is true. <laughs> this is true. So, but the plasma war was interesting because he thought that they were after a shapeshifter, but it turned out it was an. He called it like an internal shapeshifter. Yeah. Where she can genetically take on so like based she on the, the blood that she drinks. Right. So by drinking the blood, she could fool the Jadoon scanners. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Not only does she look like. An old grandma. But is that yeah, how yeah. she always looks? Or, like, can she change depending on her blood? I, I did blood wonder that about that, drink. yeah. Because the only other blood we see her take is a Time Lord. Yeah. I actually did As we get, all know, humans look Time Lord. I actually didn't get her actor name, but I really did like her, how she just switches into this... Sweet sort old of grandma. I'm, well, into the, I'm the boss, I'm going to kill you now sort of thing. Oh, yeah. So serious yeah. and crap. Fantastic job I even Job. Yeah, of being serious and ridiculously hilarious at the same, at the time. same time. Yeah, and and like mildly terrifying. I know. Uh, the well count. We are not being disappointed by the, the new the new catchphrase. Yeah. We had four this episode. He says the Jaduner police. Well, police for hire. He says uh, there was something about the MRI. It was going by so fast. There was so much happening in that scene. I was writing down like three different notes. I don't remember what happened, uh, but there was something about the MRI. Well, something. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, says, him. Uh, that. Okay, so then uh, when they're in the TARDIS, when Martha's in the TARDIS for the first time, she's asking, is there a crew? Is there anybody there? And he says, well, no, it's just me. And he says, it's, it's just me. Well, sometimes I have guests or friends. Or something like that. So, and then he asked her. Had a friend recently. Uh, yeah, he asked her uh, if you know. Do, hey, you want to go with me? Do you fancy a trip? She says into space, and he says, "Well, you know, kind of, yes. yeah. I mean, where else would you take a spaceship? You know, kind of everything." Uh, so that brings back us back to, to Earth, like he always does. Uh, yeah. So that brings us up to uh, twenty-one from the Doctor, and then one. Who was that one? Wasn't that Rose? Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It was during a. Uh, the Impossible Planet, I think. Yeah. One of those two. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, Alonzi. No. No, yeah. I mean, Alonzi has not disappointed with six in yeah. the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it still still has an average of three per episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two episodes. Uh, let's see. Then we had uh, Torchwood. We did have a little bit of Torchwood reference here. This is just sort of residual. And we talked about this uh, in that episode. Oh, gosh. What was the name of that episode now? The, uh, it would have been Torchwood Falls, but it would have yeah. ended up being... Uh, 
Anyways, whatever Army that one was. Army of Ghosts. The, I think that was the first one. Army of Ghosts. Yeah. And, and Doomsday. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'll talk it out. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah. We're pros. We can get there eventually. Yeah, so we mentioned in that episode that Freema had appeared in that episode as a character who ends up dying. Uh, Adole something. Huh? Adole something. I can't remember her. Adiola something or other, yeah. Yeah. And Martha Martha just mentions there that she had a cousin named Adiola who died at Canary Wharf uh, where Torchwood was. So that's kind of an interesting little retcon there that. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, that's a nice retcon. If anybody is noticing that. She looks a lot like that girl who died, you know, two episodes That's ago. That's because my cousin is basically my twin. It's because we're using um, we're using Back to the Future logic, where close relatives can look identical, like your children yeah. or your great grandfather. Uh, well, when you're a daughter, think, when you're a boy. I think uh, there was a show. Oh, now I can't think of the name of the show. Uh, where it was, it was about it was a show back in the fifties, I think, about identical cousins. And uh, what? Oh my gosh! No, I can't think of it. I can hear the theme song in my head. <laughs> identical cousins, and you'll find they walk alike, they talk alike. Okay, anyways, um, <laughs> we all just got awkward. You can lose your mind when cousins are two of a kind. Anyways, using that logic, you have identical cousins, and uh, and Adiola died, so Martha is mm. is here, so Freema is back. We did get a Mr. Saxon reference. Two. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We, yeah, we got two R- right close to each other, weren't they? Yeah, yeah there close. was like yeah. there was the news report, and then they were walking by, and they see a sign that says "Vote Saxon." Right. And so who who was it that said this proves Mr. Saxon was right that we're not alone in the universe? Who was it that said that? Oliver Someone Morgenstein, I think. Huh? Oliver Morgenstein, the guy that was trying to make peace with the rhinos. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he was. On, yeah, he was on the radio. Yeah. yeah, the guy that was sucking up to the to on the, the Jadoon the whole time, set. he was being interviewed. I don't know. He wasn't sucking up. If you were in a life or death situation with aliens, you yeah, I mean, he did okay. Peace. He did okay, but he yeah. kind of tried to take advantage of, yeah. get his fifteen minutes of fame or whatever. And then there's a uh, a moment where there's a vote Saxon poster yeah. on the wall in the yeah. back. So okay, so apparently, D- don't worry, they're just gonna scan you with this weird red thing, and you'll be fine. Yeah. So apparently whoever Mr. Saxon is, he's running for office, but he also apparently has enough clout wherever he already is that he was he was the one who ordered the tanks to fire on the, the ship in the runaway bride. So yeah. he's in a position of power, but yeah. he's looking for a bigger position of power, I guess. All right. Uh, no impossible stuff this go around. Was there? They didn't say anything was impossible. Mm. I didn't catch anything. No. Nothing about the time war. Jibberty jabberty. Uh, we did have uh, Corbin threw the Jadoon platoon on the moon uh, as as a jibberty jabberty yeah. of sorts. That's funny. Um, we had the oh how did the, how was this pronounced? Rotengen. I think it's Rotengen radiation. Rotengen. Anyways, that was the uh, that was the type of radiation that he used to to blast the. Apparently, well, that's what X rays are. The Rotengen. It's the oh that's that's real. I guess. Okay. I don't know if that's real or if they made that up. Let me check. I'm going to 
We'll Google that real quick. Okay, report back to us. Um, and but so yeah, he, he jammed the the Sonic in. We'll uh, we'll just loop in some jiggery pokery here. He he jammed the Sonic into the X-ray machine and souped it up by five thousand percent and uh, fried the Sonic in the process, but also killed the slab and released enough radiation uh, to kill the slab. But All right. apparently, Time Lords don't really worry about Rotengen radiation because yeah. they used to play with what was it Rotengen stones. Mm-hmm. Or something in the nursery. Blocks or something. Blocks, yeah, yeah. This yeah. says Rontgen is a unit of ionizing radiation, the amount producing one electrostatic unit of positive or negative ionic charge in one cubic centimeter of air under standard conditions. The more you know. <laughs> Anyways, he was also. Um, uh, we talked about closing down the gravitic anomalizer, firing up the helmet regulator, and finally. The, the handbrake. <laughs> To get the TARDIS going. Um, So that was fun. Psychic Paper under Jiggery Pokery. Psychic Paper didn't do anything this week. Uh, The Sonic we already talked about. No at all. Uh, Yeah. The Sonic we did see. John Smith, I have Psychic Paper to prove it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. There was nothing like that. He didn't use it to, like, fake his hospital records or anything. Um, We saw the Sonic operating a computer. Very tiny, uh, very tiny hospital records fit on that. More of just an idea. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, nothing like that. Uh, he did use it to operate a computer, uh, sort of hands-free. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. The uh, TARDIS. Uh, what is this note, Corbin? Yeah, oh. Uh, he. So she said it's bigger on the inside. You said, "Is it?" I hadn't noticed before. Is it really now? Yeah. You skipped something on the Sonic. He had, yeah, he Honestly. increased the X-ray radiation. No, no, no. We talked about five thousand percent. I talked about that while you were googling oh, okay. the Rotengen radiation. Okay. I, I looped it into the consequently uh, flying the Sonic. Uh, yeah, I mentioned that too. Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Corbin Reason. Let's give it up for him, folks. When I start reading stuff, welcome back. I uh, totally tune out everything glad, else. Glad to have you back. That happened us. in my history class the other day. It's good. Good to be back on the show. Good to have you. Why okay. are we still clapping? I, I don't know. It seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, random bit of, of jiggery-pokery. We, um, is this jiggery-pokery? Jibbery-jabbery? I don't know. Whatever it is. The He says that he has a sonic screwdriver, and Martha tries to call bullcrap on it and be like, what's a sonic screwdriver? And he's like, yeah, it's a screwdriver, but sonic. <laughs> and what did she say? Something about, I suppose you had a laser spanner. Yeah. And so for us, by the way, for us, uh, for us Yanks, a spanner is a like a wrench. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, and he's like, yeah, I did, but it was stolen by Emily Pankhurst, who was like some 1965 human rights activist, I think. Yeah. It was weird. And what did he say? She was, uh, sneaky, yeah. sneaky little woman or something. Yeah, like that. sly, something like that. Uh, let's see. Companions. We have a brand new companion. Um, we mentioned the retcon on uh, Martha's cousin. That was uh, that was fun stuff. Uh, her parents are divorced. She's almost a doctor. Uh, she says that uh, you have to earn the title doctor, and uh, he takes that as a challenge, and later on in the episode, she did. She called him doctor, doctor, and he kind of takes this moment to pause. In the midst of crisis, oh, oh you called me doctor. <laughs> I just love I love when he gets fascinated or tickled by something completely inconsequential in the middle of like massive upheaval and stress that, that is oh, doctor. Me doctor yeah fun stuff someone's yeah. gonna kill me oh yeah you called me doctor wow yeah ooh that's amazing 
Before I die, at least you called me doctor. We did Except have... he won't die, because that's only his 10th regeneration. But well, whatever. There's that. <sighs> now, he can die. That's the yeah, thing. That's what I wondered, because what happens if, like, your body just gets totally obliterated yeah. in a giant explosion? I don't, I don't guess we've really discussed this, um, but it is possible for a Time Lord to die before regenerating. Yeah. That can oh. happen. So, lest we think that the, the, the Doctor is never in danger, the Doctor is in danger now. I mean, he apparently was this episode, since he needed CPR and crap, instead of just regenerating right, right yeah. Why yeah, didn't he just regenerate right then? I don't know. I don't know. I guess he was... Because they didn't want to have to make a new Doctor after, <laughs> like... Plus, Doctors only ever regenerate at the end of a season, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's basically true. All right, so um, we did have, um, yeah, remember I told you, like, Tennant gets his own little thing. Oh, yeah, the like, half seasons. Yeah, the the David Tennant specials. So uh, we did have a little little wibbly-wobbly here. They're at the end and beginning. Yeah, it bookends the episode. At the very beginning, Martha's walking along. The doctor walks up, says, like so, and takes his tie off. And runs off. And then disappears. And she's like, random. So when she sees him later in the hospital bed... I saw you this morning. Yeah, he's like, no, I didn't. Didn't happen. Then at the end of the episode, he hops in the TARDIS and goes back to prove to her that it can travel through time. And we had a problem with this. First of all, Trip missed it. <laughs> we had to, he, he completely did not get we had that to, part. We had to catch Trip up on that one. Um, because it was so subtle. That's the thing. Is like Trip missed it because yeah. it was it was like I know I'm like how is he gonna prove this? Whoa, 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 disappears, whoa, 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 comes back. I mean that not wearing a tie. Thing. I mean if he goes somehow back in time, that's gonna disturb the events of the space time continuum or something. Right, right. Yeah, didn't he loop back on his timeline or whatever? Uh, yeah, and remember he says that's strictly forbidden except for what did he call it like? stupid tricks or something like that yeah. in other words you know going back to do something stupid to prove to her but again like we said he went back he took off his tie in front of her and then when he came back out of the TARDIS he wasn't wearing the tie and he put it's the not tie like, back on I mean right it's not like he no took something there. out of her hands I mean and then gave it to her and said he said he had no recollection of seeing her that morning there was literally no evidence supporting right. it and, right. did, and she told him about it so he wouldn't he already knew. Right. Yeah. Which, where did the idea originally come from? <laughs> Unless he just completely forgot about the fact that she told him that and then just went back in time. And not likely. Anyway. Uh, yeah, not he, likely. The doctor notes very, uh, again, in the midst of all the uh, scary stuff that's happening, you know, there's space <laughs> police rhinos uh, coming through. Well, it's with, not that scary for him. Actually, uh, for him, it's the most scary. Cause oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was a non-human. Alien, but in like, the midst of all that, he notices that down in the in the lobby of the hospital, oh, look, a little shop. They've got a little shop. I love a little shop. Uh, he thinks apparently, everyone, this is mentioned like three times. Huh? This is mentioned like three times throughout all the series and stuff. Only three? That's all that was in the notes on the thing. Oh, wow. They talked, it was in continuity. They talked about, he mentioned it on... Space Station One, and he mentioned it somewhere else. Yeah, there, it's going to come up again in somewhere we haven't seen yet. But I thought it came up in uh, New Earth because they were at a hospital there. The yeah. the Catnan nurses. I thought he mentioned it when they walk in there. It is uh, possible. 
Maybe. And that, that it just wasn't in the notes, but... Because it is Wikipedia, basically, that we use. Stranger things have happened. Okay, um... Let's see. Yeah. We, okay. So we sort of touched on this a little bit that crossing into established events is strictly forbidden. Um, Not impossible. But yeah. But it's okay. So now we have a rule. So before it's been like, you can't do that. So we never knew. Well, does that mean you can't or you shouldn't? So apparently it means you're not allowed to. Like you may not do that. <laughs> you're not allowed to, but it yes. it can happen. Um Oh gosh, Trip, what what did we say this week instead of companions? Oh, what was it? There was several. There was like four or five different things that were mentioned. Backup partners. Well, backup. Backup. I mean backup partners. Backup partners, crew, guests. But they still never say companions. They yeah. never, never And friends. Ever, ever, all, it's like, wait, friends. Yeah, yeah they friends. mentioned friends, when, too. When was crew? So oh, Martha said that. Martha yeah, said Martha that. Okay. So, backup and partners were Martha earlier on, where they're like in the midst of all the heat, and she's like, don't you have any backup partners or anything? Right. So, right. he... And we've mentioned before on the show that sort of like a little running gag they never actually call the people companions right. on the show and I can't remember I'm sitting here thinking through I can't remember if they ever do mm. and apparently apparently that was not a thing in Classic Who calling them companions Companion. that wasn't a thing until the reboot or the restart originate? Uh, it's a fan thing. Like fans refer to them as companions, but apparently that didn't start until uh, the until the revival. Hmm. That's the word. It's not a reboot. Yeah, it's a revival. revival. Yeah, the restart. Yeah, they didn't restart it. Well, yeah. right, right, right. They restarted. They didn't redo it. All right. So who is the doctor? What do we What do we learn about the doctor this week? We learned uh, that he doesn't have a brother. Not anymore. That's that... what the notes said. I don't. Wait. What? Yeah. So I don't remember that. she went the whole. That's not. I, I didn't saw write you that, this right? morning. I don't remember. What were you gonna say? I cut you off. So this is during the whole. With I saw you this morning thing when he's lying in bed and she's like, "Do you have a brother?" And I think the notes on the fandom page said, "He says no, not anymore." That's is that what he said? That's, I, I don't think. remember. That, I don't think that's what it's I don't know, but the question is, did he ever have a brother? I mean, if he said not anymore, then... I think that is what he said. Well, yeah, because all the um, Time Lords died, so... Considering maybe family, right, but the point is, and that if he said not anymore, that means he did have a brother, so that's... Considering the fact that he's at least had a wife and kids and grandchildren... Considering the first ever companion was, what, his, it was his granddaughter, right? Yeah, Susan. So, I mean, that means he at least has a family. So of some kind. Possibly had a brother. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't always the last uh, Time Lord. I, I can't think of what that is. Do what now? I, I was like trying to remember what he was called. Oh, okay. Uh, so we learned that he was with Ben Franklin. He was not only 
not only mm-hmm. knew Ben Franklin, but he was with him flying the kite mm-hmm. the day he got struck by lightning. And or that's whatever, why supposedly Stoker thought that he was mental. That he was crazy. Yeah, sent sent the uh, psych ward down to investigate him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't looking for trouble. He just got curious. Right, he was just traveling through. Yeah. He was trying to avoid getting into trouble, um, but he saw something that shouldn't have been there, and so he got curious about it. Started hanging out around the hospital, and Turns then what do you know? The Jadoon. Yeah, and what do you know? He's with the Jadoon on the moon. He uh, oh, the well, Jadoon platoon. We kind of already mentioned that he they played with rotengen bricks in the nursery. So apparently, when you're a time lord, you just play with radiation. Yeah, you know. when when you're little babies. Really, just not. A, not so that a must have been a very long time ago for him. He thinks uh, he thinks that he would look uh, he, he would look daft with one shoe. Uh, just uh, he takes off the one shoe because it's full of radiation. Yeah. Sticks it in the trash ah, and then ah, takes ah, off the other one. Ah, it tickles. <laughs> oh, oh, it itches! It itches. <laughs> um, and then he takes off the other shoe and and declares uh, excitedly that he is barefoot on the moon, which yeah. I mean, technically. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I guess. Did he? Like, I feel why, like why I saw so him at another point, like wearing shoes. That's what I was just wondering. Is like for continuity. It is possible. Did he? Did he? Was he barefoot the whole rest of the consistent. episode? I don't remember. I, s- I feel like often, so. I saw him wearing it. I can't remember. Hmm. Anyways, um, he gave John Smith a lot of backstory. In this episode, did y'all notice that he kept like so he's he's sitting in the hospital bed. He's John Smith, right? But that's yeah. his name that he kind of always goes by. But he talks about at one point that he was a postman for five years, uh, five years, fifteen years, and that's what gave him all the bunions. He talks about his <laughs> wife. He talks about how he likes uh, banana milkshakes, right? She uh, when <laughs> the plasmavore pulls out the straw, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna have milkshakes. I like banana." Um, so you know, just all kinds of like random little details. I wonder. About I wonder John if Smith. Uh, it stays consistent throughout what? the series with the whole John Smith thing. Like every time he's talking about himself as John Smith. Well, like was he always he a postman of, and stuff? Yeah. Does he keep it consistent and stuff? I you know I don't. The problem is that'd be hard to do because then in cases where he's like in a top secret government thing right. as John Smith, it's like you went from postman to this. I mean, you know, it's all government jobs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Considering how young he is. Now, there is an interesting, uh, there is an interesting bit with him as John Smith. Wait, is that 10 or is that 11? I think it's 10. I'm pretty sure it's 10. Um, where, uh, John Smith is going to play a larger role and he's not a postman. So... That would have been hilarious, though. Now that I'm yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, connecting those dots, that would have been really. Funny. Every time he regenerates, he just makes a new backstory for John Smith. <laughs> I, and you, no, you know what though? What would be really funny is if like, uh, because he has a he has a definite role as John Smith. It'd be really funny if he was like, yeah, I, I'm not a postman anymore. I did that for 15 years, and now I'm done, or something like that. You know, or like had some kind of a weird callback, and or was drinking a banana milkshake. That'd be fun. So <laughs> we'll have to keep our eyes out for that one. Um, he mentions that sometimes he has guests or companions to travel with him. Except he said friends, not companions. My bad. Oh, yeah. I, I was wondering about that. Yeah. He says he has uh, f- guests or friends to travel with him. Talks about how he just had one um, named... Her name was Rose. Named Rose. He said... Does he name her? Does he yeah. Say he does. Okay. Yeah, I said... It's like the second thing he says about her. Yeah. And he says uh, that Martha's not replacing Rose. 
You're not and, not that you're replacing her. Right. And what's funny is like that's a great like character moment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we're saying, you know, the doctor is still dealing with with the loss of Rose yeah. and yeah. you are not a replacement for Rose. But it's also remember when we did the new doctor mm-hmm. and we walked the fans through the process. Yeah. Remember how we an- yeah. over analyzed that episode? Yeah. I think this is a little bit of that too. Yeah. This is telling the fans, hey, look, we all miss Rose. This is Martha. Martha's not replacing Rose, okay? It, but this is Martha. <laughs> like, this is the new companion. So, like, everybody chill out. She's not replacing Rose. She's not the new Rose. She's the new companion. Yeah. And it's, she's going to be different. And then it, it was funny that um, with her, he says, you're not replacing Rose. Just, Just one, one, one or adventure. two... Yeah, was it one? I think or it one was. or two? Or just one, one adventure. Just one adventure just and one. then back home with you. But with Martha, uh, Martha, with Donna, he didn't say that. Yeah, he was like, in come fact, on. He was almost, it seemed as if he was pleading with her to come along. Like, you want to go on any adventures? Yeah, he, he really was like wanting her to come along. Which was weird because yeah. she was kind of a jerk. Yeah, well, she like was. we said last time, though, he, they grew on each other. They, 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 True. Yeah, they, they got to know each other. You freak me out. You can make it snow from your police box. <laughs> so um, CPR works on Time Lords, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I like I like how she's like two hearts. Hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Yeah. Trying getting both do, of them. Do compressions here. Do compressions there. Do compressions here. Do compressions there. I mean, how do you do that? Do you just like put both hands on their chest at the same time and push in separate spaces right. where each heart is? You know, I have kind of wondered with Time Lord anatomy, like. Is the hearts on the two separate sides, or one in the front, one in the back? But apparently, they are both on separate sides. There, yeah, other. one on the left, one on the right. Do you not know where the heart is located? Uh, left heart and a right heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a hard time finding finding where the heart's located. Uh, so we had a little bit of stuff about uh, about this new companion, about Martha. Um, did y'all notice that it was kind of like he was auditioning her? Yeah. What? He so they when when she is fascinated by everything. He kind of takes note of that. And then when she wants to open up the windows, and everybody's like, no, you're going to let all the air out. And she's like, well, they're not airtight. We would have lost all the air. He's kind of noticing. He's like, yeah, that's a really good point. Hmm, what do you want to do? You know, like, do you want to, is there some other place we could go outside? And she walks out on the, out on that little balcony with him. And she's fascinated, <laughs> thinks that it's beautiful. It's going to be okay, John horrifying. Smith. We'll find a way off the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, don't worry, John. We'll get you home. You know, like, I thought that was great. Um, it was so awesome. He, <laughs> or she asks, what do you think happened? And he says, what do you think? You know, he's just like testing her out. Like, yeah. what are you, what are you, what are, what's your thought? <laughs> you know? Three years ago, it would have seemed crazy. But now, with all the alien attacks, it's got to be extraterrestrial. Yep, yep. Uh, we have oh we have a fun little callback moment where um, I can't remember when this happened um, but he grabbed her hand and and the camera right. huh it was like run yeah the camera does this super quick zoom in on their hands mm-hmm. and he says run and if y'all remember that was the first time we saw nine was he just reached out grabbed Rose Rose's hand and said run. run. And I thought it was funny that I felt I felt like that quick zoom from the camera was the director telling us this is the new companion. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're wondering, because with Donna, everybody was wondering. Yeah. Obviously. You know. 
if you're wondering, it was six months. This is the new companion. Like this is the one, and this and and like in universe, that was kind of the moment that they became companions. You know, this is this yes. was the moment that she was going to be traveling with the doctor. Now, you know, it's so, got to be. Yeah, I don't right. know what that accent was. Sorry. The who? That accent. What accent? I don't know. It's the one you like just Australian did. Australian. <laughs> All right, guys. Overall rating. What do you What do you got for us, Corbin? What do you uh, think? This is definitely a good episode, but I feel like I say that about a lot and usually <laughs> rank them like seven or eight. Uh-huh. That's what I was gonna give this. Right. But this is obviously better than most okay. that we've seen, so I'll just go with nine. Gonna go nine. Yes. All right. Nine, strong. nine uh, slabs. Nine slabs. Trip. What do you think, buddy? Overall. Um, I think this was like a really good episode. Uh-huh. I agree with Corbin. And I think. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like. Oh, uh, I think nine. You're gonna go nine. Nine is what I'm gonna go with. Awesome. I, I would say this was a really strong series opener. Um, we had to pause this one a lot. I know. To write stuff down. This uh, was like, yeah. there was so there was much like stuff three in three it. Or four separate points. There was one particular section that we backed up like three times. Yeah, yeah. just so Dad could write stuff down. Right, right. Trying, to, like, trying to get it all in. Right, so fast. Uh, there was one point where we cut on the closed captioning and paused, and Corbin read me some jibberty jabberty so I could write it down. Um, but just really, really strong, really yeah. fun episode, wasn't it? I mean, uh-huh. it's just like a yeah. lot of there was a lot of running. Was <laughs> there introducing was a, lot. a new companion, a new um, two new three new aliens. Yeah, three yeah. new um, aliens. You know, the the Jadoon were awesome. We didn't get nearly enough of their language. Yeah, I don't know I if know. y'all caught when they first came in yeah, and went like, no Joe Frogo Mojo Dobo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like everything they say is just something oh. Um, Considering so, they're called Jadoon. Yeah, it's not that surprising. Yeah, their name should be like Joe Do. <laughs> yeah, Joe Do. Joe So really, really fun episode. I had a blast with it. I'll go ahead. I'll go with y'all. I'll give this one a nine. I wonder if they have separate names. What do you mean? Or are they like Daleks? Like, like yeah. they don't have names. They probably oh. have separate names. I don't know. I don't know if we. I ever mean, they're not just bred for war like the Daleks are. They are actual people, you know. Because they are the police. The galactic police. Uh, creep level, Corbin. What are you going to give this on the creep level? The creepiest part, and I don't even know if it's the woman or the woman like drinking people's blood out of a straw. It's pretty gross. Right. I mean, especially when you see it with Tenet, it's like, why do you have to show that? Is <laughs> I'd say, I'd say about 150, maybe. Okay. Just because of her, that was so, ugh. Yeah, she was pretty creepy, but she wasn't creepy all the time, yeah. creepy. Like yeah. She was kind of, like you said earlier, she was kind of silly and fun, too, <laughs> while being creepy. I brought a straw. Yeah, I never brought a straw. Which, that line is funny and horrifying at the, at the same, same time, time. especially yeah. depending on the context. Trip, what's your... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I didn't even say. I, I'm giving it 9 out of 10 Jadoon platoons on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Trip, what are you, what's your creep level, man? Hmm. I don't really know. Like, there were some creepy parts, but, like, overall, it wasn't really that creepy. Yeah. 
What'd you say, Corbin? It was. Uh, he gave it like one fifty. One fifty. Yeah, this one was pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we say this for is probably too high. Really, I like really a hundred for me. Okay. I feel like we say this a lot. Like, it's not really that creepy, but like it was the first season that was kind of terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh, don't worry. There's more coming. Don't yeah. worry. There's uh, more. There's 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 uh, there's stuff this season. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Okay. I mean, I know yeah. the witch for yeah. next time looks kind of. Terrifying. Oh yeah, the next one is gonna be pretty good. But back to this one, Trip. What are you gonna mm, do? I think over nine thousand. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. What, mm. um, okay. Just one hundred. One hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna go with y'all uh, as well on that one. Just we'll we'll stick around a hundred. Um, I, I don't know if we should reintroduce this, but the whole five hundred creep level is based on the floors of what was it like Space Station One or something? Space Station Nine. Five, I thought. I don't yeah, remember, but yeah. it was the space station. Station, station five. Housed the. Uh, yeah. What's the name? Rad. Max. Uh, Max. Yeah. The um, only hydrogenic yeah. crap. Ah! Max and Rodenfo. Max and Rodenfo. The um, I don't remember. The holy hydrogenic Max. We're, mi- we're missing the main part. Yeah, of the game. beginning of it. Anyways, that guy, yeah, was on was on level five hundred, which was yeah. where the walls were supposed to be made out of gold, and instead they were made out of tears and horror. Yeah, I, um, I love that. It's like everyone dreams to be up there just because the walls are made out of gold. I'm I'm fine where I am without all the gold. <laughs> I'm fine where I am where I don't have a thing coming out of my head, and I haven't been eaten today. <laughs> so. I have eaten, but I've not been eaten. That's that's where I like to be eating. All right, well, that's all we got for this uh, this go round. Wait, did I get my creep level? Yeah, 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 hundred. Yeah, hundred creep levels mm-hmm. out of five hundred on that one. Not too bad. Join us next time for series three, episode two, the Da Vinci. Co- I'm sorry, the Shakespeare Code. Um, we're we're going back again. We've we've had Dickinson, right? Um, and yeah. This time we're going to see said, Shakespeare. What the Shakespeare? Hi. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely, yeah. So now we're going to meet up with uh, with Shakespeare, and I think I think there's maybe a couple of callbacks to that episode. I seem to remember when we discussed that episode, talking about this one, flashing forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if there's Shakespeare, there's going to be witches, and if it's of course, and if it's the if it's Doctor Who, it's going to be space space witches. witches. Hey, there you oh, go. Yeah, Duh. I was just thinking that. Yeah, space zombies, space werewolves, I, uh, I uh, vampires. Now we're going to have space witches. Just what I've seen from this, I think I'm going to love Shakespeare's character. Oh yeah, he's he's fun. He's, he's fun. Yeah. Like he is not the Shakespeare you expect. No. Which anytime you go back and the, and the Doctor hangs out with somebody famous it's always going to be a good episode it's it, yeah they're, they're always real fun all right guys the noobs in the hoovian as always is a production of master closet studios senior producer is me austin reason our audio engineer is trip reason corbin reason is our production editor and researcher special thanks to tardis.wikia.com for the trivia and to star and the wonderful staff at the Timberglen library in dallas we hope you guys are listening give us a shout out uh we love you for all that you do you can find us uh, and connect with us uh, at facebook.com slash noobsandthehoovian. You can also email us at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the noobs. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.
Noobsandthehoovian.com renews in three months, and we still haven't used it. We bought it. We bought it nine months ago, and have not used it. Crap! Yeah, I I need to hurry up with that coding thing. I didn't realize that uh, that we hadn't that that we bought it that long ago. Wow! So, noobsandthehoovian.com coming soon. Holy crap, Dad!